up against your heart. The enemy came up against your children. The enemy came up against your name. The enemy came up against your character. You will Against your health, the enemy came up against your finances. The enemy came up against your vision. The enemy came up against your business. You
said anybody can fight, but the question is, can you win? I came to tell somebody up in here tonight that there is something on the inside of you that's going to help you win in this season, and it's called a champion. You ought to open up your mouth and shout, I am a champion. Everything attached to you wins. I said everything attached to you wins. Can you point to your neighbor and tell them everything attached to you wins? Come on, let's sit down. Everything attached to you wins. Just tell them, say, it's your winning season. It's your winning season. You've got God to carry you. You've got God to carry you. That's what he's going to do tonight. Because you can't afford to lose again. You can't afford to lose again. Oh, it's your winning season. Last time, say, everything attached to me you to do because I realize that you can't say you are a winner but look defeated I need you to get up out of your seat and high five ten people across this room don't just stand your row tell them across the room that you will win come on high five ten people and tell them you will win you will win God don't work failures God don't call you defeated you are Of 
Good morning, New Life at Calvary. Good morning, New Life at Calvary. This is the day the Lord has made. So what are we going to do? Rejoice. What are we going to do? Rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. Glad to see everybody at church today. Turn to your neighbor and say, mighty glad you made it to church today. <laughs> we are so happy to have everybody out today at New Life at Calvary. Greetings to everybody in our church service and everybody that's online. Before we begin our worship service, let us go to God in prayer. Lord, we just say thank you. Thank you for another Lord's Day. Thank you for today. Thank you for yesterday, Lord. Thank you for just being with us at all times, God. Thank you, Lord, for what you have planned for us today and what you have planned for us this week. You are the Alpha and the Omega, God. So we come humbly to you, giving you the first part of our time this week, giving you the first part of our treasures this week, giving you the first part of our energy, giving you our children, our finances, our homes, our families, God. We all offer everything to you this day because you are good and you are our father and our friend God. We know that when we give things to you, you will give it back to us pressed down, shaking together and running over. So we just say thank you Lord for everything that you have planned God. We are here to hear your voice, to hear you speak to our hearts Lord because we need you. We need a word today Lord. We need a word in this world to heal us and to keep us this week God. We need to be filled and refreshed as we go throughout the week. So we just come with expectancy and we just say thank you in advance because we know you're going to fill us up. We know that you're going to have a word for us. We know that somebody's going to get saved today. We know that somebody is going to know that Jesus Christ is their Lord and Savior. We know that somebody is going to find you to be a friend, God. We are going to get healing today. Hallelujah, Lord. We're going to get a word today, God. We're going to get set free today, God. And we just say thank you in advance that you know everything, our beginning and our end, Lord. You, we were formed in, 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 in our mother's wombs, and you knew what we needed before we even got here. So we just say thank you that you got us today, God. So we are asking you to bless us in our worship service today. We're praying for those that are still coming in to the worship service. We are praying for those that need to hear a word online. Let them draw in your church in right now, not just here at New Life at Calvary, but all over the world, God. We are praying for our city today, that we come to our knees in prayer today, God. Humble our hearts today to come and serve you and worship you today, God, because we need your Holy Spirit in this world. We need to be led and guided by you, God. So we just say thank you again. And all these things we ask in Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. And welcome again, New Life at Calvary to church. And welcome to our visit our friends, our members. Well, warm welcome to you online on Facebook. Um, if visitors, if you're passing through, we do have a, a guest card that you can fill out, out in the lobby here. And we love to pray for you today. Does somebody need prayer today? Does somebody need to hear a word today? Yes. So if you're online, you can give us a, a like, you can give us a comment so we can know that you're here. If you want to check in your attendance online, you can do those things. You can share our service so that somebody else can hear the word of God. Is somebody ready to give God praise today? Are you ready to give God praise today? 
Well, we ask you wherever you are to get to your feet if you're able, and we're going to sing with the praise team and the praise band. Lift up the name of the Lord. Let's lift up the name of the Lord today in this house.
Sopranos.
glory of the Lord rise among us. Let the glory of the Lord rise among us. Let the praise of our King rise among us. Let it Thank you so much, praise band and praise team. Let's give them one more round of applause. Amen. We're going to go to God in prayer now. Lord, we just say thank you again for just waking us up this morning and bringing us to worship service with a mind to serve you, a mind to hear your word. Lord, we are just so thankful to know you as our father and our friend God, we are coming before you today on behalf of our church and the health of our church, Lord. Help us, God, to just be looking to you, to Jesus Christ as the main attraction here at our church, Lord. Help us to look to you for inspiration. Help us to have a heart for Jesus Christ, God, on a daily basis, not just on Sunday mornings, but on Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays after work, Thursdays, Friday when we're tired, Saturday nights, Lord, and even on Sunday morning. We just say thank you, God, for just encouraging our hearts and moving us towards you, moving us to serve you, moving us to do more in our community, moving us to be your hands and your feet today, Lord. We are just so thankful that we get to know you and get to serve you and listen to you, Lord. So we are praying for, again, our church and the health of our church to serve you, Lord. God, we are just also praying for our sick and shut-in today. We are praying for still for Sylvia Fields that has been at home, Lord, and recovering from surgery. We are praying for those that are on our sick and shut-in list, that are in hospitals, that are in a nursing home, that are at home with caregivers, Lord. We are praying for not only for those that are sick, but also for the caregivers, God. Give them the strength and the health um, to and the wisdom to care for your people the way that they need to be cared for, God. And we just say thank you for a special anointing today on the caregivers and on those that are sick and shut in today. Lord, we are praying for those in 
our African road to the home, Lord. We just say thank you, Lord, that we're able even to serve you, God, in that capacity, to send money, to send prayers to Africa, to the orphanage, Lord. We are just praying, Lord, that they continue to thrive right where they are, Lord. Continue to help them in their studies, Lord. Continue to help them in their finances, God, and help them, Lord, to do what it is that you have for them, God. It says train up a child in the way they should go, and when they get old, they won't depart from it, Lord. So we are asking you to just bless that orphanage, that Rotulu home, so they can be raised up in you, so they can know you and to serve you the next generation, God. We are praying also for our youth here at New Life at Calvary, God. Thank you, Lord, for summer break. Thank you, Lord, for all of our teachers. Thank you for those that volunteer for summer camp. Hallelujah! We just say thank you, God, for everything that you're doing with our youth today, God. And we just say thank you for everything that's coming up, preparing our kids for the next school year, Lord. Move the right people in their path and move the wrong negative influences out of their path, God. We are praying for a special anointing for our kids as they have a great summer and they prepare their minds to go back to school. And then some of them are in summer school, Lord. Help them with their summer school. Help them with their studies and help them to move on to the next grade. Those who don't know that they're going to go to the next grade, God. And we're just praying for all the principals that are going back and getting ready for their teachers this coming up um, couple of weeks, Lord. Give them a special anointing as well. Give them the wisdom and knowledge that comes from only you, Lord. So we just say thank you for our teachers and our youth. Lord, we are also going to pray for our prison ministry. We say thank you, God, for just helping us find people that we have lost contact with. Help us to be able to stay in contact with some of those of our loved ones that might be incarcerated. And while they are there, help them to look to you. Help them to have a, a restoration mentality in you, Lord. Freedom in you, Lord. And we are asking for freedom for some of our prisoners today that need to be free. Do a work, God. It says that, that in the prison, they gave you praise and the, and the shackles, they came off. So we just say thank you in advance that you are releasing those that need to be released right now in Jesus' mighty name, God. And we ask you also to move the wrong influences out of their lives and move the more positive ones into their lives. Help them with their struggles, Lord. Help them on their day-to-day -day, um, journey and give them hope. Help them to make the right choices, Lord. And in general, we just say thank you, Lord, for being our God and our friend. Thank you for hearing our prayers on high in heaven right now. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. So we are now going to stand and recite our church purpose statement wherever you are, if you're able. In response to God's love, our purpose is to love others, teach the word of God, and reach the world for Christ. Therefore, as a covenant partner, I will invite others to come and join me in worship. I will be a part of a small group Bible fellowship to grow in Christ. I will serve in the ministry with my gifts and talents. I will do my part in faithfully giving my tithes and offerings to keep the ministry of Jesus Christ alive in the world. I will love all those who enter our doors and accept them in our midst. Amen. Amen. We're going to have our scripture reading now by Miss Oliveira Perkins. 
Today's Old Testament lesson is Psalm 18, 1 through 6. Let us hear God's holy word. I love you, Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. My God is my rock, in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I call to the Lord, who is worthy of praise, and I have been saved from my enemies. The cords of death entangle me. The torrents of destruction overwhelm me. The cords of the grave coiled around me. The snares of death confronted me. In my distress, I called to the Lord. I cried to my God for help. From his temple, he heard my voice. My cry came before him into his ears. Amen. Okay, our New Testament lesson is from Philippians 4, uh, verses 4 through 13. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and the God of peace will be with you. I rejoice greatly in the Lord that at last you renewed your concerns for me. Indeed, you were concerned, but you had no opportunity to show it. I am not saying this because I am in need, for I have learned to be content, whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all this through him who gave me strength. May God add a blessing to the reading of his holy word. May we meditate on it and live by it. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Oliveira. Praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Can anyone tell me what time it is? It's offering time. And what do we say? Hallelujah. Yeah, are you excited to be able to give to God this morning? Praise God. Thank you for saying that. Hallelujah. I heard it. Yes, I am. Praise God. Today is the third Sunday of the month of July. Can you believe it already? We're almost through this month. And on the third Sunday, our special offering goes to support the Rutulu home, the, nor the um, orphanage in Nigeria. And saints, we have truly been able to be a blessing to young people all around the world, and we want to be able to continue to bless young people way over in Nigeria. Hallelujah. 
I met with Reverend Benassi. He has a, a pastoral group, and they are from a county called Lofa. Am I saying that right, Pastor Reverend Benassi? So they, what they do is they make a commitment, praise God, all these people that come from this small county, so if you imagine Cuyahoga County, and if we were over in Nigeria, everybody that was from Cuyahoga County made a commitment to give back to the county that they came from. So they support young children at school every year. They send finances to a school. And so we're going to be learning more about this county in the next coming months. But I want us to be in prayer about how we can possibly support another area in Liberia, praise God, another small town. But for today, we're going to continue to support the Rotula Orphanage in Nigeria. So as our, as our ushers come forward, let us prepare pray. Gracious and holy God, we thank you, Lord, that you are the great provider. From when we were but small wee children, Lord, you made sure that all of our needs were supplied and more. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for this third Sunday to be able to think upon and to support the Rotulu Orphanage in Nigeria. And we pray, Holy Spirit, that you would also help us to discern a plan, Lord, for the Lofa County Schools, Lord, in Liberia, Lord. We want to be able to serve you, Lord, and to help others, Lord, wherever you send us. We ask your blessings upon these tithes and offerings, Lord, that they would be used to take care of your local community, hallelujah, and national community, hallelujah, and even international community, Lord. We are so glad, Lord, that you chose us, Lord, and we are so grateful to be able to give. We thank you and we honor you. In the mighty and holy name of Jesus Christ, we pray. And all God's people said, amen and amen. As our ushers prepare to collect the offering saints, for those of you that are joining us online, thank you for being online with us today. And we have several easy ways for you to participate in the offering. You can go right now to nlac.tv and establish your online website giving account. For those that like to use Cash App, go ahead and put the dollar sign in, the number 2, NLAC, and your offering comes right to us. For those that like to mail in or drop off your offering, you can use our address of 2020 East 79th Street, Cleveland, Ohio, 44103. That address again is 2020 East 79th Street, Cleveland, Ohio, 44103. We are so blessed and honored that you are giving. Oh, we're going to go ahead and dismiss our kids for youth church at this time. And while our kids are dismissed for youth church, Michael Milan is going to bless us with song singing, Praise Him.
Praise your name, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Michael. Can we give God a praise offering today? Are you just glad to be woke today? Are you glad that he got you out of bed? Are you glad that you were able to breathe today? Are you thankful for anything, Lord, today? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is worthy, worthy of our praise. Thank you, Michael. And and uh, Carrie and the praise band, praise team for reminding us of that this morning. Praise God. Saints, we're going to go right into prayer. Gracious and holy God, we thank you, Lord, for allowing us today to come before your throne and worship and in praise. And we do praise you, Lord. We glorify your name, Lord. We lift you on high. You are an amazing God, a good God, a wonderful God, an outstanding God, Lord. We can't say enough about how good you are for all of us today, Lord Jesus. We are so grateful for you today, Lord. And as we look about an attitude of gratitude, help us fix our attitudes. Help us to keep our eyes stayed on you, Lord. Help us to look at our souls and be reminded of our emptiness and our brokenness and 
Help us, Lord, to deal with the times when we feel alone and confused and tired and ready to give up. And help us to take care of what you created in us, Lord Jesus. We pray, Holy Spirit, that you would help us to lament, to confess, to repent, and have an attitude of gratitude, Lord Jesus. And we thank you, Lord, for your words, because, Lord, we know you have a word for us today, that you're going to speak directly to each and every one of us today, Lord, and tell us exactly what we need to hear today. So we thank you and honor you. In the mighty and holy name of Jesus Christ, we pray. And all God's people said, amen and amen. Praise God. So we have been in a sermon series this summer, praise God. And what's the name of our sermon series? You can look in your bulletin soul care, <laughs> right? We have been learning how to take care of our souls. And our jobs this summer was to, to, to provide and learn how to care for our souls. How many of you all take care of your homes? Okay, I hope some of y'all. <laughs> how many of y'all did the dishes at all this week? Okay, I'm gonna put my hand down. I, I think today is my day, it's Sunday. <laughs> Anybody do some laundry? Did somebody take out the trash? Oh, wow. Oh, everybody took out the trash. How many of y'all went to work this week? Actually, you, you actually went to your real job. <laughs> okay. How many of y'all retired and thankful you ain't got to get up and go to work? <laughs> How many of y'all, you had to go and help somebody else at their house? Maybe you're taking care of a parent or a grandparent, or maybe you're taking care of a, a, a sibling, somebody you had to go to their house and help out at their house. All right, some of us. Did anybody change a diaper this week? Hallelujah. <laughs> Grown-up diapers and kid diapers, amen? Did anybody make a meal for somebody? Did you cook the dinner? Somebody cook some dinner, praise God. Anybody take a bath or help somebody else take a bath? It's a whole experience helping somebody else take a bath, isn't it? But did you take your own bath or your own shower? Can you imagine, like, if you were taking care of yourself and you got your hair done, your nails done, you took your shower, you did everything, but then you didn't brush your teeth? Now, we don't do that, do we? <laughs> How many of y'all took care of your lawn? Anybody did some lawn work to this week? You was out picking some weeds. I was out picking some weeds, y'all. <laughs> did you, uh, did you uh, do anything? Like maybe you painted your house. Anybody have to do something like that? You were doing, some, what is that called, Those, the gutters? Did anybody have to clean out the gutters or something like that, the big work of your house? All right, praise God. Nobody had no rain damage. <laughs> But thank God we all have this week spent time taking care of ourselves or others, right? But we rarely focus on how do we take care of our souls? What's that interior work that we all need to do? So we have been learning this last past four weeks, we've been learning how to take care of our souls. We learned how to lament. Do y'all remember talking about lamenting? We learned about confessing, right? Confessing and repenting. And today we're going to talk about having an attitude of gratitude. Say that with me. Having an attitude of gratitude, praise God. Who needs an attitude adjustment? <laughs> we all need an attitude adjustment at some point, amen? Praise and thanksgiving. Say praise and thanksgiving. 
Those two words, praise and thanksgiving, form the capstone of soul care. So what is a capstone? A capstone is the crowning achievement, the highest point. If we truly want to care for our souls, we have got to learn how to have attitudes of gratitude. Say it with me again, attitudes of gratitude. You see, when we praise God, when we give thanks in all circumstances, say all circumstances, all circumstances, we take the focus from us to God. Sometimes we get so focused on our failings, our disappointments, our hurts, and we get so focused on us that we stop looking up to God. Say, look up to God. Look up to God. You see, when we start moving from looking at our failures to looking at all of God's victories, our situation changes, right? Our focus has to be on God at all times. Tell your neighbor, get focused on God. <laughs> Tell your, ne your other neighbor, it's time for a new attitude. The Lord, I, you know what? Sometimes when pastors put together messages, y'all think it's for y'all, but I know the Lord been working on me because I know I need an attitude adjustment. <laughs> when I was writing this time, I said, oh, Lord, he was convicting me all kind of ways up and down the street. <laughs> Life is hard, isn't it? Life is hard. Life is full of stress. Did anybody feel stressed out this past week? Did you feel stressed out in the month of July at all? I know me and Pastor Antonio is. If you're not stressed, come, come volunteer at the summer camp. <laughs> it is hard. It is full of stress. And we contend, and I know I can confess, we go into this woe is me attitude. And we feel so sorry for ourselves. And we get into a little pity party and we feel overwhelmed. And it's me, 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 me. Anybody in my party with me in the pity party? <laughs> We can tend to what is called shut down. And when we shut down, we stop focusing on God. And a part of learning about the practice of soul care is to not shut down, but to tune into God. Tell your neighbor, tune into God. To turn to God with all of our cares. You see, God has shown us that he has taken care of us in the past, amen. He is taking care of us presently, amen. And he is going to take care of us in the future, amen. God takes care of us all of our lives. Say all. Have you ever been late for an appointment? Some of y'all was late getting this morning to church today, but I, I ain't going to point nobody out. <laughs> Have you ever been late for work? Anybody been late for work? Anybody been late for school? How do you feel when you're running late? Frustrated, right? You start, what'd you say? Upset. You start, do anybody blame other people for your lateness? <laughs> the dog made me late. The kids made me late. My wife made me late. My husband made me late. The power went out. So that means the light company made me late. <laughs> we can get so down on ourselves when we don't do the things that we expect to do. How many of y'all, though, in your times of being late, as you finally get on the road and you're driving to work or you're walking, you come upon an accident? Anybody ever had that? You was running late and you come upon that accident and you realize if you had been on time, you probably would have been in that accident. 
Anybody ever had that experience? And you're like, Lord, thank you for making me late today. Because I probably would have been in that accident if I had been on time. Anybody old enough to remember September 11, 2001, 911? Do you remember where you were that day? Where were you all at? Work? Anna, where were you at? You were where? You were in England. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> the stadium. So you were downtown. You was headed there. Anybody else? Where were you at? You was, oh, because you were in California. Praise God. Some of y'all hadn't even woke up, right? That's, you was in, Pastor Antonio, you were still in college? Oh, Pastor Antonio was 16, y'all. <laughs> she was in class. <laughs> I remember where I was that day. I was in my car driving to work, and guess what? I was late. <laughs> and I was actually pregnant with Trinity. I was pregnant, and she was, she was still in my womb, and I was running late for work, and Terrence had called me on the phone, and he was trying to tell me about the Twin Towers. But when you, when you kind of listened to it and you didn't see it, I wasn't connecting. I was like, what? What are you talking about? Somebody's bombing America. What are you talking about? Well, by the time I arrived to work, remember, everything shut down. If you was at work, they were, you was trying to get home. If you was at school, the, the teachers was telling you to come pick up your kids. And so I ended up having to turn around anyway and go back home and pick up my kids. There are so many stories from the 9-11 uh, day of the people who died. The stories that we don't often hear about are the people that were supposed to be in that building that day but weren't in the building that day. For some reason, they had a detour. This one lady, her name is Holly Winter, and she tells a story that she was going to go for a college reunion with her friends. And she was all prepared to meet her friends at the Twin Towers. Well, as she was leaving her house, her mother called her, and her mother said, I'm on my way to visit you. And, and Holly said, Ma, I'm going to visit my friends. And her mother said, oh, no, because I'm coming over. And her mother gave her grief, and her and her mother kind of got into a little bit of an argument, but her mother won, of course, because she's a good daughter and she listened to her mother. And so instead of going to meet with her friends at the Twin Towers, she stayed home, and her mother came over. And she realizes her two friends died that day, and she was supposed to die that day. She said, I lost both of them. Sometimes it seems that the frustrations in our lives, the bad things in our lives are meant to harm us, but sometimes God uses painful events for our own good. Tell your neighbors, for your own good. We can't even see sometimes at the time, but the struggles in our lives, the hardships, the pains can result in blessings. And our scripture reading from the Old Testament, we have King David. How many of y'all familiar with King David? King David had a busy life, right? King David eventually becomes the king. But before he was king, who was king? Saul was king, right? All David was was what? A shepherd out in the field. David wanted a better job. Who is prayed to have a better job? 
want a better job. You want a promotion. You want to make more money. Well, David got that better job, and his job was to work right beside the king. He had the ideal job. He was the man. He was making money. He was taking care of his family, and it seemed like everything was going well. How many of y'all have had jobs where it seems like everything is going well, but you know what's happening behind the scenes? You had that job where you know if you only knew what was happening in the office, it's crazy back there, right? It was a hot mess. And David had the job where it seemed like he had the ideal position, but it was really tough behind the scenes. A lot of you all here are retired. Our retirees, how many of y'all remember the daily grind? Those of you that's retired and you get to sleep in. Are you glad to be retired? Are you enjoying your retirement? I'm looking at some of y'all, some of y'all newly retired, amen? <laughs> but do you remember your coworkers that used to get on your nerves? You remember your supervisor that used to drive you crazy and never could give you a good job evaluation? You remember that? That is David. His boss, King Saul, is literally pursuing him. His boss is hunting him. His boss even wants to kill him. David's job was so terrible, he began to have to move around from place to place to place. Anybody ever had a job like that where you started out in one area of your company, but that supervisor was crazy, so you had to go to a different area of your company, and that supervisor was crazy, so you had to go to a whole new part? Or maybe it's school. You had a teacher, you was like, oh, no, we're not going to work. I need to transfer classes real quick. So David had to move from department to department, from area to area, and no matter what, his boss was intent on bringing him down. He had an ideal, ideal job that was actually a nightmare. How many of y'all have heard about affirmative action this week? Anybody? Let me tell you something about affirmative action. It uh, did help some black people, say some black people, but for most black people, especially for some of y'all in this room, affirmative action didn't even exist back in the day, did it? You had to get where you were without affirmative action. And affirmative action, what I want all of us to know is affirmative action never ever stopped racism, did it? We had affirmative action all these years, and it has not stopped racism. Racism is one, say one, one of our greatest challenges, but guess what? It's not the only one. How many of you can say you experienced a racist experience in your life? All of us? Some of us? Praise God. Was that your only hardship in life? No. So racism was just one thing. I want us to take a moment to think about history. Did you all know that you all are history makers? Did you know you are a history maker? I hope some of y'all know. I have been a, doing a lot of studying about Calvary Presbyterian Church, Glenville New Life Community Church, what used to be Glenville Presbyterian Church, and I have learned that I am amongst history makers. You all are history makers. And y'all are looking at me like, what is she talking about? We're history makers. 
But I was thinking about the history that most of you all lived through back in the 50s and the 60s. You don't have to put your hand up, but were you alive in the 50s and the 60s? <laughs> Some of us was, right? Back in the 50s, Calvary Presbyterian Church used to be a predominantly white church. Back in the 50s, Glenville New Life Community Church used to be a what? Predominantly white church, right? So these two predominantly white churches started reaching out to their neighbors. Come on in. Both churches became integrated. That's 50% black, 50% white. Do y'all remember that? Okay, I can't remember it because I wasn't here. <laughs> so, but y'all remember that. And so it was like y'all had this party together of blacks and whites. Y'all had a kumbaya moment, and y'all was all worshiping together. But then suddenly, one day, y'all kept coming to church, and y'all kept noticing, where is such and such at? Such and such is missing. Slowly but slowly, people began to leave. It's now referred to as white flight. Anybody ever heard that term? White flight. Many of the white people left, sadly, right? We always talk about the people who left. We never talk about the people who stayed. That's you all. You all are history makers. You stayed, and because you stayed, even when it was hard, even when the money was gone, even when the people were gone, even when other black people left, you all stayed. Why did you stay? Trust in God. Why else did you stay? To serve the community. To worship God. It felt like home. It didn't matter the circumstances. You all decided to stay faithful to God in spite of what everybody else was doing. You all decided to stay faithful, and because of that, our church stayed open, praise God. Can you imagine if all the white people had left, then all the black people had left, we wouldn't have a church. We would not have a church. So you all are history makers. I don't even have a name for y'all. They talk about the people who left. They say they were flighting. What should we call you all? The stairs. <laughs> I like that name, the stairs. Y'all stayed. Y'all did the work. Y'all made it happen. I know it seems like a, a bit of a detour. We were talking about David because David had a lot of good happening in his life, but he also had a lot of bad. Just like when you all were making history and staying here, you had a lot of good things happening, but you also had a lot of bad, didn't you? David had a lot of good, and he had a lot of bad. He was at times feeling like he was tortured. He was at times feeling falsely accused. Have you ever been accused of something that you just knew you did not do? Amen. David understands your pain. David's life was so bad while he was working for King Saul that the Scripture tells us that the only one he could depend on was God. 
ever got to that place in your life when the only one you can depend on is God? Things were so horrible for David. Then all of a sudden, say all of a sudden, it was over. It was just over. King Saul died. Think about all of you all that are retirees. I love talking to people who are retired. You was working every day, 40 years, 50 years. Every day you was getting up at the crack of dawn. Every day you was dealing with all kind of crazy. Every day. And then one day, it was over. You retired. You was enjoying your life, ain't you? <laughs> All those years of abuse on his job that David had endured were suddenly over. All of us that's not retired, look up to the ones that are retired. Our day is coming, y'all. Our day is coming. <laughs> David didn't have to run anymore. He didn't have to fight anymore because Saul was gone. After all his hardship, after all his trouble, what did David say? What were his first words? And we can find them in our psalm reading, chapter 18, verses 1 through 6. If you all are able to put this on the screen with me, because I want us to see what David's first words are. Look at that. Let's read this together. I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. He was telling the Lord, I love you. Then what else did he say? Put verse 2 up. You had it. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength, and whom I trust. Look at how he's praising God and telling us who God is. I love God. God is my rock. God is my fortress. God is my deliverer. God is my strength. This is what he's saying after he's coming out of years. Say years. Years of hardship and trouble. Who's had years of hardship and trouble? I'm not talking about a couple days, a couple weeks. I'm talking about years. Years and years of hardship and trouble. And David comes out of it and says, I love you, Lord. You are my strength. You are my rock. You are my fortress. You are my deliverer. This is, this is what he's saying to the Lord. Let's keep looking at this. He says, uh, let's, my buckler and the horn of my salvation and my high tower. Keep going to verse 3. I will call upon the Lord, who is what? Worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from who? My enemies. David is talking about, you saved me, Lord, from my enemies. Look at verse 4. The sorrows of death come past me, and the floods of ungodly men made me afraid. He is talking about all the days of his sorrows. Look at verse 5. Look at, let's read this one together. The sorrows of hell compassed me about. The snares of death prevented me. Go to verse 6. Keep going. In my distress, I called upon the Lord and cried unto my God. He heard my voice out of his temple, and my cry came before him, even into his ears. The Lord hears you. Tell your neighbor, the Lord hears you today. You don't have to worry about if the Lord is listening. The Lord hears you today. He knows your circumstances. And when it was finally over, say finally over, David praised God. 
David praised God, and he didn't just praise God when it was over. He praised God through his circumstances. Say, through his circumstances. See, you praise God when your life is good, when everything is wonderful. Your praise can sometimes be contingent on what God is doing. But David said, let me show you something. Let me show you how to praise God on your bad days. Let me show you how to praise God on your good days. Let me show you how to praise God in all circumstances. Say all circumstances. All circumstances. You see, my friends, we are fickle. Can anybody confess with me today that you are fickle? We can be fair weather sometimes, can't we? We praise God in certain circumstances. Say certain. We like to praise God when we win. Woo, I won today. We like to praise God when we get that promotion. Thank you, Jesus. We like to praise God when we get a raise. Hallelujah. We like to praise God when we get straight A's. Hallelujah. Let me hear you praise God when you get some F's, though. Let me hear you praise God when you don't have a raise or a promotion. Let me hear you praise God when you don't have no money in your bank account. Let me hear you praise God when your kids is acting bad. Come to summer camp this week. We're going to be praising all week because some kids already going to act bad. Let me hear you praise God when you don't lost and you're afraid and you're tired and you can't keep getting up. Praise God then in all circumstances. All circumstances. When you want to strangle somebody, let me hear you praise God. When you, when you feel like giving up, let me hear you praise God. When you are sick and the doctor has told you that you got cancer or you got some kind of uncurable disease, let me hear you praise God. Let me hear you say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, on my good days and my bad days. Whatever you're going through today, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. An attitude of gratitude, saints, that is soul care. That's that internal care that we all need to work on and to yearn for. God created you for praise. You thought you was created for any other reason? He created you for him. He created me for him. Psalm 34 says, I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. Hallelujah. He created us to praise him, to glorify him. That's why the church is struggling, because we look just like the world, saints. The world gets down and they stay down, and we got a little lost. But guess what? You've been found today. You've been found today, because we're not looking like the world no more. P people are going to be looking at you like, but you just lost your job, and you're going to be doing the Holy Ghost dance. I know I just lost my job. People are going to be looking at you. You ain't got no money in your account. Praise the Lord. He about to show you something today. <laughs> but you just got a divorce. Hallelujah. The Lord must have knew something that I didn't know. <laughs> God is so good. And he's drawing us. And he's saying, take care of your soul. Take care of your soul. Some of us seem real different.
distant from God today? Who can confess you feeling a little distant from God? You see, when we're disobedient, saints, we just move ourselves away from God. But God always stays firmly planted. He always stays firmly planted. It's not God that moved, it's us that move, right? So we just got to move back. Tell your neighbor, move back. Move back. God is waiting for all of us, you guys. We are born into sin. Tell your neighbor, you are a sinner. But thank God he saved us all. He did not leave us in sin. He did not leave us in sin. David struggled his entire life. But the reason that David is called a man after God's own heart is because he learned how to praise and have an attitude of gratitude. An attitude of gratitude. You know, Pastor Antonia told us last week to go ahead and start confessing and repenting. Did anybody confess and repent? I hope some of us did. Because without the confession, without the repentance, we can't get close to Jesus. You know, we can walk around all haughty and proud. I didn't do nothing. I didn't do nothing. Tell your neighbor, yes, you did. Yes, you did. We are all sinners in need of a what? Savior. Savior. And that pit of sin is so deep, y'all. We think we out of the sin. We not out of the sin. We are not out of sin. Every day we stumble and fall. You can be a pastor. You could be an elder, a deacon. You can sing in the choir. You can serve the church every day, all day. And guess what? You're still a sinner. We need the Lord. Tell your neighbor, you need the Lord. And David was all about that praise. <laughs> you see, one of the best verses that David ever said, he said, I will give thanks to his holy name, sing praises to the Lord, give thanks to his holy name, sing praises to the Lord, you, his faithful people, praise his holy, holy name. Let us pray. Gracious and holy God, we praise you in your sanctuary. We praise you and thank you for waking us up. We praise you and thank you for putting our feet on solid ground. We praise you for our breath. We praise you for us living. We praise you for our minds. We thank you for our souls, Lord. Thank you for this day. Thank you for this week, for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, all the way back to next Sunday, Lord. We thank you. And whether we're happy or sad, Lord, we promise, like the songwriter says, to praise you and thank you. In the mighty and holy name of Jesus Christ, we pray. And all God's people said, amen and amen. If we could all rise with the choir today, because Jesus is our friend, isn't he? Jesus is our friend that never turns away from us, that always lives with us, walks with us, talks with us, encourages us, and the doors of the church are open if you want to know Jesus Christ, if you want to give your heart to Christ and, and know that relationship for the very first time. We invite you to come down, and myself, the lay pastors, Pastor Antonia, the elders, we will pray with you. And if you just would like us to come to you and pray with you, we will come to you and pray as well.
God is so good. Tell your neighbor God is good. Saints, we can welcome to the family a new young lady, Jada Key, has given her heart to Christ for the very first time. She has said the sinner's prayer and accepted the Lord into her heart. God, you are amazing, amazing. So we will continue to work with Jada to help her through the membership process, but she's given her heart to Christ, Lord. That's all that mattered today. <laughs> God sealed the deal. He sealed the deal. Praise God. Just a few announcements. First, we want to say welcome again to all of our guests. I want to give a shout-out to Maisha and Andre. They, that is... Um, Pat Townsend's granddaughter and grandson-in-law, they have achieved one full year of marriage. Hallelujah, y'all. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God in all circumstances. <laughs> so we say uh, congratulations. I believe it was May you all had your anniversary, so congratulations and many, many more good years to come for both of you all. Want to say welcome back to Alan Huff. Pearly son is back with us. We praise God. You're here. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Alan's been bringing his two beautiful daughters, Reagan and London. And want to say welcome to Pastor Antonia's guest. It's Kiara, right? Kenyatta, I'm going to get there. I'm so sorry, Kenyatta, but we thank God for Kenyatta. Her and Pastor Antonia have been friends for many, many years, and she's here to celebrate with Pastor Antonia for the bridal shower. But is she one of your bridesmaids? Yes, praise God. So welcome, Kenyatta. She's been here before, but she's here today especially to support Pastor Antonio. So we do say thank you for all of our guests. And if it's someone that I didn't see, please know that we thank God that you're here today and we welcome you. Um, quickly, some few announcements. Birthdays today, you all. Today is July 16th. So today's birthday is Malik. Hallelujah. Malik turned nine. And uh, Julia Wright, her birthday is today, hallelujah. And then uh, Monisha Townsend is on the 21st, and Kalila Williams-Daniels is on the 21st. And then Helena, Helena's birthday is on the 22nd. <laughs> so happy birthday to you all, and please enjoy Pastor Antonia's bridal shower is today. <laughs> if you're a woman, raise your hand. Do not say you weren't invited. <laughs> you are invited to the bridal shower. <laughs> if you are a female, now the men, you, you can't come, but you can leave a gift if you like. <laughs> Don't say boo, Carrie. <laughs> but we do uh, welcome you all to Pastor Antonio's bridal shower. It will start at 1 o'clock, so there is a little bit of time because uh, they're still setting up and whatnot. So there's a little time between the end of service and the bridal shower, but please be there and be ready at 1 o'clock. Calvary's Closet is this week. I'm not going to go through all the announcement, but please make sure. I wanted to highlight this flyer in the, in the bulletin because our Education and Health Resource Fair is coming up. I want you all to get ready for that. And guess what time it is? School supply time. <laughs> We need school supply donations. And I was in the store yesterday. I said, oh, my, they put the school supplies out. We need to make the announcement. Please bring in school supplies. Or if you would prefer to donate finance, finances to purchase school supplies, we would appreciate that as well. So look carefully through your program today. You know you're going to get a phone tree. The email is already sent. So you can see all the announcements. Am I missing anything that wasn't in the bulletin? Everybody good? No announcements? Say it again. 
know, um, is it, who's the Women's Association? Um, is it Diane? Oh, there, Diane. Thank you. Diane, I'm sorry, Dan. Diane will accept all cards for Pastor Antonia. So you can give cards or gifts to Pastor uh, to Diane for Pastor Antonia if you're not able to stay today. And if those of you that want to send her a cash app or drop off a check, we will make sure she gets those as well. All right, then, let's all rise for the benediction. So y'all got one job today, right? Praise the Lord. That's all I got. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> Gracious God, as we prepare to depart from this place, but never from your sight, Holy Spirit, help us to take the fruit of your precious Holy Spirit with us. Your love, your joy, your peace, your patience, your kindness, your goodness, your gentleness, your faithfulness, and your self-control. And Lord, this week and going forward, help us to praise you in all circumstances. We thank you and we honor you in the mighty and holy name of Jesus Christ, we pray. And all God's people said, amen and amen. Man, turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm mighty glad you came to church today.